0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook.
2: You know, this is the finals. Time to go back to the 305. Puts up the three.
3: Oh, it's gone. Oh, spin ball. Unstoppable here. Jimmy
1: freaking
4: Butler puts it in. <laughs>
5: It is game day here in beautiful, sunny, a little bit steamy. The humidity is out in Miami, and we are ready for game four. We have a little coast to coast version of NBA today for you. Holding it down in Los Angeles, Richard Jefferson, the champion of the bald community. Look at him, so ready for the show. I'm digging the fanny pack action. And then we have the one and only Kendrick Perkins the champion of Carry On, covering his sixth NBA Finals for ESPN. He is ready. And I know he's got a message for Jimmy Butler.
6: Who are are all those? She has never brought anybody coffee in here. You know all three of them coffees is empty. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
5: My friends, we are just five and a half Hours away from game four, I have had my coffee, and as Richard Jefferson would tell you, a 3-1 deficit, it is not insurmountable, but Miami would much rather not this series up at two games apiece tonight. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Zach, we didn't have an arrival shot for you, because I feel like you just live there. You just sit in that seat all the time, crunching the numbers, looking at film. You're just always there.
7: I'm just home. It's not that interesting to watch me go into my house. Maybe in Denver we can shoot one before game five. I can, like, climb a mountain and parachute down or something. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Climb
5: a mountain, parachute down. I'm I'm in on that. All right, that's a pretty big story, but we're going to start with the biggest one coming out of game three, the historic pair of triple-doubles from Denver's dynamic duo, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray. But I feel like when you look at maybe the turnovers that Jamal had, there are little things that are here and there. They can still improve, which is actually a little bit of a scary thought. Zach, Do you think Jokic and Murray can actually recreate their Game 3 masterpiece here?
7: I don't see why not. I mean, recreated exactly dueling 30-point triple-doubles, that's unlikely. But this is what these guys do. They're that good. Miami is going to throw them a lot of different looks. We saw them blitz a little bit more. Maybe we'll see a little zone here and there, some drop-back coverage. They'll try to mix it up because mixing it up is the only answer. The best compliment you can give both of these guys is if you show them the same coverage two times in a row, Eight times, two times, by time number two, they're going to have it figured out already. So Miami is really going to have to mix it up tonight because these guys, maybe it's not 30-point seats, maybe it's not triple-doubles. They're going to produce and they're going to show up because that's what they do.
6: Now, look, I I know that there is, like, uh, more than just Jamal Murray and and Nikola Jokic, but their two-man game, I don't know in in recent history if I can think of a two-man game that was that dangerous. It was them two. And, Hmm. look, there's other teams like Kyrie and LeBron, Steph and Clay, but a two-man pick and roll that everything around them just navigates. They got shooters, they got defenders around them. And these guys literally, if you watch the game, they play so much toss back. They might run pick and roll. They might do a give back. They might do a curl. So I don't know if they can add on. I know Jamal Murray wants to clean up his turnovers because if you clean up the turnovers, you feel like they could have won by even more. But ultimately, I think Denver, Uh, They are just kind of like fluid. They're water. They're going to figure out the way to get to where they have to get. And it starts with Jokic and Murray.
1: It do. And and listen, I don't disagree with you or Zach about the two-man game and how special it is between Murray and Jokic. But it's some things that the Miami Heat, uh, uh, that they could clean up defensively. And we talk about the blitz and too many times it was a soft blitz, you know, and I got a couple clips here. Right here, check this out. Okay, simple post pass. You see Duncan Robinson or Caleb Martin going, freeze, going to trap. Okay, Jimmy Butler is already supposed to be at the nail, being able to rotate before Murray get the shot off. That's one mistake. Okay, here we go again. Check this out. Bam out of the bio. He is not supposed to let, jamal murray turned the, the corner he turned the corner all of a sudden kevin love has to help now you got three people on the ball and all of a sudden Aaron gordon has a dunk it was too many misassignments. assignments it was another assignment that bam messed up at the top of the key when he was supposed to switch out early and he didn't and you can see the frustration on eric's supposed face because those are the little things that you can't mess up. And look, in those locker rooms, it's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be a challenge. But again, you got to accept the challenge, stay disciplined, and do it harder.
5: Yeah, Perk, it feels like, though, Denver's offense, it got all the headlines between Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, even Christian Brown's effort. But their defense, that's actually been the telling sign, right, of how the series has gone. Because take a look at the difference in Miami's offensive output in their game two win and then in their losses in games one and game three here. It's pretty staggering. So, Zach, let's talk about the defensive end of all this. What stood out to you there from Denver in game three?
7: It was a clean game. They made a bunch of mistakes in game two, and Miami capitalizes on every mistake. I keep saying this. If you give Miami an inch, they're bursting through the door with a sledgehammer. That's what they do. In Denver, they cleaned it up in game three, and, and we can have some tape of it now. They were just locked in on the ball. Here's, here we go. Well, number one, I wonder if we're going to see them work harder to avoid switching Jamal Murray out to Jimmy Butler. Watch, here comes Game Vincent, and they improvise. You go up there, Christian Brown, not me and all of a sudden Jimmy can't play bully ball anymore we're going to see the same thing now as Jimmy falls over on a Kyle Lowry pin down for Jimmy that is supposed to get Jamal Murray and look how grimy this is this is just dudes grabbing each other moving around lunging and they don't get the switch and then I thought their pick and roll defense was airtight here comes Jimmy Bam pick and roll we've seen it a million times Aaron Gordon gets over Jokic drops back look at the other three guys no one is in the paint no one is over helping gonna play this two on two and Jokic shot block maybe the best rim defense game of his career in game three and I just love the activity Christian Brown gets hit a little bit here here comes Bruce Brown he steps in and then watch the switch he gets blown by and then they switch everyone is connected everyone is on a string I just thought they brought the effort they minimize the mistakes and Miami is going to have to make more shots tonight and just get it flowing on offense because if Denver is locked in like that, they're a pretty
1: good defensive team. Yeah, and Zach, to piggyback off of you, especially in the half court, if the Miami Heat want to get mm. good shots, they have to get out and transition and deflections and get out and run. If they're going to try to battle against Denver in the half court set, they're too long, they're too athletic, and they're not going to be able to get great looks. But I want to throw something out at y'all. Right now, the Heat average seven steals per game. That ranks fifth in the playoffs. They rank second in deflections uh, at 15 a game. And when they get out in transition, they score 56% of the time. That ranks second in the NBA. When you're smaller, you gotta have activity. You gotta get active hands. You gotta get out and spread the floor. That's how Jimmy Butler thrived. That's how Duncan Robinson thrived majority of the time. And even Caleb Martin. Because now all of a sudden you have mismatches, cross mismatches, and all of a sudden you're getting those wide open good threes and good looks and driving to the basket, getting to the free throw line is what Miami need. But if they're gonna slow the pace down and try
6: to beat Denver in a half court set, they're going to lose this game tonight. Oh, and I'm going to piggyback off of of perk, uh, one more time. Um, I'm sorry. Look, this is the issue Hold with Miami. What am- is so <laughs> no, funny? There's nothing funny. There's nothing funny. All right. All right. This is the issue right now. If you turn over the ball like the way Denver did, and it was fourteen, it was thirteen yeah. to four. The issue is they had the same amount of fast break points. It was 11 per. So if you turn the ball over 13, you got to get in transition, like Perk said. You got to get easy buckets. That opens up your offense. Like Bam Adebayo, especially on a turnover, it's got to be a, a, a race. Now we can talk about Jokic and all of his ability. I don't know in transition if that's the best place for him to be. So when you get those turnovers and you can force the, their point guard Jamal Murray into seven turnovers, and the and the the turnover ratio is 13 to four. But the fast breaks are 11 to 11. You can't have that. If you have an advantage somewhere, then you've got to maximize the advantage. And they did not do that. But you look for them to be more aggressive off those turnovers.
5: One thing that's become very clear, Michael Malone wants to set the tone defensively in order to feed the Nuggets offense. We'll see if they can do that in Game 4. Still to come on NBA Today, I mean, he said it himself. Playoff Jimmy, it is not a thing, at least according to him. But maybe Game 4, Jimmy, maybe that is. Because at least the numbers, they say so. What he needs to do for Miami to even up this series. They would much rather go back to Denver, tied at 2-2. Two, two plus, stopping Jokic. I mean, at this point, I think we all think it's an impossible task. But Richard Jefferson, he tells us his key on how to slow the superstar down. And Rich, can you get your phone out? because I got a question for you and for everybody at home. We're just five hours from tip-off, so get out your phone and call it now, my friends. Scan the QR code. Tell us who you think is going to win tonight. Will the series be all evened up, or is Denver going to take that commanding 3-1 lead? We will reveal the results at the end of the show. NBA Today will be back after this.
0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
4: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NBA.
3: And the Boston Celtics will go to the NBA Finals.
2: Next year, we will have enough and we're gonna be right back in the same situation and uh, we're gonna get it done. There is a toughness
4: to this Miami squad. Four of the last five times Boston's been in
2: Miami's building. They have won. We're gonna keep it very, very, very consistent, knowing that we are going to win this series.
1: And they count it! Oh, count the
3: tip! And Boston wins it!
2: I don't give a damn. What happens? We're gonna go in there we're gonna win. The Denver Nuggets win their fourth straight road game in these playoffs and regain home court advantage. We're going to come out with a lot more energy. We're going to compete at a high level. We're going to get one at home.
5: He doesn't want to be called game for Jimmy playoff. Jimmy, but there is something about these game fours. It all started with his career high and Heat playoff record 56 points in a first round comeback win over the Milwaukee Bucks. He also tied Wilt Chamberlain for the most points in a home game in playoff history with that one. It was impressive but he would keep it rolling because in the second round, Butler, he scored 27 points dished out 10 assists to give the Heat a commanding 3-1 series lead over the New York Knicks and this was Butler's 10th straight 25 point playoff game. The second longest streak in franchise history behind who LeBron James and then to the Eastern Conference Finals the heat they failed to sweep the Celtics but you can't blame Jimmy for that he went for 29 points nine rebounds five assists and that includes 20 points in the second half so here's what we know. Jimmy has been great in game four this postseason. We just laid out the numbers. All of those have been at home. So we have the ingredients shaping up for another big Jimmy Butler night. But, Perk, what do you think is the most important thing that he needs to do for the Heat to get this win?
1: So are we calling this a Jimmy four, or a game four Jimmy like we do uh, Clay for game six? But seriously, yep. it's, it's nothing past, he just have to have his emotions, right? like I, I I need to see the tenacity I need to see the Jimmy Butler that's playing with passion right there like. I need to see that Jimmy Butler that's engaged. These last three games, I haven't seen that Jimmy. I haven't seen a Jimmy that's playing with joy and having fun with the game while taunting his opponent. This is the passion that the Heat is missing. This is what he's going to have to bring to the table because when he leads with that type of mindset and brings that type of energy to the uh, game, his teammates are going to follow
6: Oh, what do we want to French. see from Jimmy tonight? That's the thing. Look, 6 for 14, not good enough. 6 for 14, not good enough. 11 for 24. 7 for 19, they actually won that game. The Miami Heat, they won game two. Jimmy's got to be more efficient. And I know that's hard to say. I know this; it's not an easy thing to do. but neither is winning an NBA championship, Mm. and they've got three more wins. And if you're looking at your best player and you say, like, hey, I need you to be either number one or number two best player in the series, okay, he might not put up numbers like Jokic, but he can't get outplayed by by Jamal Murray. And currently, when you ask me, I think Jamal Murray is having a better series than him. So if, if the Denver Nuggets have the first best player and the second best player, That's going to be a hard one to overcome. So for me, with Jimmy, yes, you can talk about his defense. He's got to do a better job on Jamal Murray. But ultimately, he's got to be more efficient. If Jimmy is more efficient, get to the free throw line a lot more. Denver's doing a great job with defending without fouling. But for me, it's his efficiency and that, and like Perk says, he's got to start leading with vocally, emotionally. They need some of that juice.
5: Well, I also feel like he has to be the one to slow down Jamal Murray a little bit there. Like he is the, they, In game two, they put him on Jamal, and we saw that break him up a little bit. Zach, what are you watching for?
7: This is the burden of being the best player on a team with the finals. He has to do all of this. That's what it is to be Jimmy Butler on a Miami mm. Heat team that needs him to do all of this. He has to slow down Jamal Murray, and he might have to score 30 points. Just that alone is really, really hard work. Every single possession, there's no possession off, especially when they also need you to have seven, eight, nine assists. They need all of it. Jimmy has only cracked 30 points once since the Boston series started and that was in game one of the Boston series as he had a couple 28s and a 29 but he also has had a 13, a 14, a 16, a 21. I just think to get three more wins and RJ always talks about his recipe for four wins. I just think against this level of competition one of those wins is gonna have to be a 35-point Jimmy explosion. I just don't think the Heat can get three without one of them being that game. Maybe it's tonight, maybe it's not. I think they're gonna need it at some point.
5: Well we threw up a full screen just a little while ago Zach that compared the numbers before and after Jimmy's ankle injury and I know he said you guys don't care about that and neither do I. We don't want any excuses for this but it's hard to wonder right if that is not hampering him a little bit. He said he doesn't feel like he's being passive. He thinks that he's going to continue to drive, continue to do all the things that we've been accustomed to seeing from playoff Jimmy but you need that game especially if they want to hang another one in the Raptors because we we know that is what Miami is here to do. There are plenty, though, of spectacular, incredible, amazing finals plays that we have seen from Miami thus far coming up, though, on NBA Today. Will any of them from this postseason crack our very special top of the top? We're going to relive some of the best Heat playoff moments. That's coming up after this. Plus... Who do you got tonight? Is it the Nuggets? Is it the Heat? We want to know. Are we taking this series back to Denver at 3-1, or is it going to be all tied up at two games apiece? Scan the QR code, let us know. We will reveal the results at the end of the show.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
1: Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook.
2: To be honest, I'm playing this way since I started playing basketball. What is your goal for your career? Everybody loves playing NBA. When I was little, I just play video games and I dream Coke. That was my life. I really couldn't do a push-up. and Then I started working out, working out, working out. I drink the last Coke on the airplane coming to America. Yo,
3: can do everything.
2: I always think someone is better than me. Just by that mentality, I'm gonna be underdog always.
3: Nikola Jokic, this year's most valuable player. Jokic with another perfect pass. Throws it down and the foul. It's up, oh, it's good! Of course it goes in. A masterpiece from Nikola Jokic.
7: On to the next one.
5: Jokic he leads the NBA in total points in rebounds and assists this postseason that puts him on pace to be the first player in NBA history to lead in all three of these categories for a full postseason and yesterday Jimmy Butler was asked about the challenge of stopping Jokic take a listen
6: there's been a number of times where you've had to switch on to Jokic out at the perimeter. Uh, you know, I'm wondering his shooting ability, what does that do in your decisions to close out? It's got to be short on the ball. of you know, How do you go about that decision-making process
8: with a big who shoots it like
2: that? Honestly, I can't even tell you the answer to it because he can shoot the ball, he can put the ball on the floor, pass the ball. Um, you just got to do everything you can to stay in between him and the basket, trace the ball with both hands. Um, but he's a hell of a player. So, like, he's he's been very, very dominant in everywhere on the floor. Um, so, you, you're closing out, you know, one of the best players in the world, if not the best player in the world. And it's a handful for anybody that's closing him out.
5: Okay, Rich, so Jimmy does not have the answer on how to slow down Nikola Jokic, but you have the answers to everything, so I'm wondering if you have any advice here for the Miami Heat.
6: Yeah. Okay. Pray. What, what you got? You got any advice, Pert? Just trying to figure out, is he really this big? Yeah, well, compared to you, <laughs> Big Pert. I don't, look, we've been trying to come up with ideas. Honestly, I, like, it just keeps like, – somebody help us. Somebody, somebody help us, right? Maybe we got a couple of clips. Maybe we got a couple of clips. Okay, now watch this. In, the, in the body. That's look, look. That's what you can do. That's all you can do. Bam does a good job of getting to his body. He's kind of like Shaq, where you got to push him out, right? You got to make him work. Look at this. He wants to work in space. You got to make him work in a crowd. That's when it starts to help. Little big guys don't like him, when little guys are digging in after the ball. Look, Bam pushes him out to the three-point line. Handles the first curl. Look, you get the everybody got to get in there and scrap it. That's the only thing we can think of because we've been sitting here trying to figure it out. Who can help this man? Right, Perk, Because I don't think we've never seen a player like him with a skill set like him. So we haven't seen a defense created to stop him.
1: At all. And I battled against some of the best when it comes down to Yao Ming, when it comes down to Shaq, Jermaine O'Neal, guys that really had work on the low block. And it was no nothing like this. So, my advice would be, my my thing is, is that you got to mix it up, mix it up throughout the course of the game. But it's going to come with great discipline. Every now and then, I would send a double team. Surprisingly, hey, when he pay, takes two dribbles, we going hit, or when he goes into his spin, we going to trap. I mean, you got to try something. I'm not saying something. I'm not saying all game, but you got to mix it up to. And I know he's great at, at at thinking on the spot and finding out ways to make passes and break your defense down, but. You gotta figure out something. What does what the basketball professor think,
7: Zach? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, this is, he's on par with LeBron now as the greatest problem solver in the game. Anything you throw at him, he will figure it out the second time he sees it. I think they're really, their best answer has been Bam denying him the ball in the post, fighting over those screens, fronting him. And the Nuggets have a million counters for all that. They know how to do it, but at least it makes them waste some time so that they're low in the shot clock by the time they start doing something. But the real answer is, They just have to mix things up, and that sounds easy, but with a guy this smart and this good, you have to mix it up like every possession almost or every other possession. You can't show him the same thing 3 or 4 times in a row. That's it. You're done. And it's hard to mix up defenses that much on the fly, particularly if you if you get a uh, if you miss on the other end and you don't get to set your defense, it's really hard to do because that's how good this guy is. He's going to solve anything you throw at him the second time he sees it. So you just got to keep him off balance, but I have like Bams fronting. I think that's been their best answer so far.
6: Yeah. Look- Look, there's a lot of stuff. But look, in all honesty, Miami's going to need like an all-time defensive effort against an all-time player. Luckily, one of the greatest plays and defensive plays in franchise history happened 10 years ago today. Damn, it's been 10 years.
3: For to shoot.
6: by James. Me and Perker were arguing about how great of a block that was. But in honor of the 10-year anniversary of that bronze block, we're going to do a special Miami Heat top of the top. Let's see. This is what they going to need. They going to need some sort of epic play. Watch this. What we got? D-Wade, driving lane. Ooh, the and one. And look, people don't know about those early 2000s Detroit Pistons. They went to the conference finals five times in a row for all you casuals out there. They going to need something. They going to need D-Wade. Look, D-Wade, Shaq, looking at That's each other. That's D-Wade earned the name Flash. The right Flash. Did here. Watch this. D-Wade working. Ooh. Man, I'm glad I wasn't on that. Man, he turned the big ticket into a little ticket. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Oh, D-Way, that man was a problem. Look look at that. He got him spinning around in space. That's hard to do. He's hard to do. What do we got next? Oh, we know this one. We know this one. Greatest shot. Ooh,
1: Ray Allen! How does that make you feel seeing your boy Ray? It made me feel so bad because I was on the other side. I wish he would have missed it, but now I'm happy.
6: Now you're happy for him. Okay, I was jealous. I was jealous. Jealous. They're gonna need an epic performance like that. We got (laughs) one more for you, right here. Bubble, one of the greatest blocks to save the game in overtime. You know what
1: was so special about that? It was with the left. The left. It was with the left.
6: Look at it. Look, I asked Vince Carter about this. We were talking again. He's the greatest dunker ever. I'm like, Vince, is there a way? He was like, there's no way to get it over. You can't get it over top. He did a perfect job of putting his hand right over the rim. We know you wasn't going to finish no dunk, and you weren't going to block nothing either. I blocked yours. You never blocked that on foot. Get get, get that on film. That was a foul. Coming up on NBA Today, there are some marquee players who could be on the move this offseason. We dive into some ideal landing spots for a bunch of all-star guards. NBA Today will be right back. How can we move you this offseason? Oh, sh- I'm Move <laughs> <dating. laughs> me.
0: Move me.
1: You're watching NBA Today, presented by DraftKings
7: Sportsbook. I don't think they've shut the door completely on Kyrie coming to the Lakers at some point.
0: The most likely place for Kyrie Irving to be would be back in Dallas. Oh my goodness! I want you to keep your eye on James Harden. I don't want to see the Suns
6: without Chris Paul. I'm grateful and, you know,
8: I I definitely love being here. I think for them as an
3: organization, they're at a crossroad. If I was a betting man, I I would say this is the last we've seen of him there.
5: So we are in the midst of the NBA finals with some big face coffee for good measures. But if you can believe it, we're also just three weeks away from the start of free agency. There's so much going on at once, and it's shaping up for there to be quite a bit of movement this offseason. That includes a little changing of the guard, if you will. So, Richard, Perk, let's run through a couple of ideal landing spots for a few future Hall of Famers.
6: Oh, we got this, Malika. We got this. Now, big Perk, I want to know, James Harden. He was the first one. A lot of people talking about it, a lot of moves. Where do you think James Harden should go? Absolutely nowhere. Stay right there in Philly
1: with the big Philly, the two time leading scorer, the MVP. When you talk about his combination uh, between the pick and roll and the pick and pop that he has with MB, where is he going? He has the ball in his hand. We love the transition of going to the point guard position. He should stay put right there in the '76ers uniform. I mean, he did get Doc Rivers fired. He wanted the new coach. They did do that for
6: him. Well, that's the thing with James Harden, and like, and look, you're gonna see some some uh, some similarities in our list, if you will. Because my thing is this: if you want to win a championship. Being next to an MVP is the best way to go. Now, I won't act like I know James Harden and where he's going, but a lot of conversations have been about Houston. If he goes to Houston with that young core, mind you, they got some cast space to do some things, I'm just sorry. They're not any closer to winning a championship. If you leave the 76ers and you leave Tyrese Maxey and you leave Joel Embiid and you leave that squad. Now, are they perfect? No, but if you keep grinding away, they might be able to get through. Okay, so I'm 76ers. And then my second choice for him is the Lakers. All right, Chris Paul, who you got? right back. I got CP3 going to the Lakers. Okay. I love this for
1: Anthony Davis. Last time they won the championship, they had Ray John Rondo. You need a point guard that's going to be able to get him an easy eight to ten baskets. And we know that he's one of the best point guards to ever play the game. Also, you give some more light to LeBron James. We know CP3 and LeBron James tied together like shoelaces. I love the fit for him in LA. If you could keep Austin Reeves and Rui
6: Hachamire, that would be a
1: dangerous starting five.
6: Now I'm not going to lie again Chris Paul now I don't know how the salary and all that stuff works out but again I think Chris Paul should be in the Lakers and now why Chris Paul Chris Paul was already going to be more of a secondary ball handler with Devin Booker and with uh, Kevin Durant we saw that starting to happen that's part of the transition of a player's career with the LA and if you can keep Austin Reeves and you got LeBron James Anthony Davis would benefit so much from having that pick and roll the second unit could have a floor general that would allow for lebron james to get more rest and be out the game and just you know start to fire up a little bit so again lakers lakers we both agree on this and this is going to be a rare segment here now back up dame lillard well a lot of rumors a lot of talk about dame where dame going Well, my good brother my producer greg contest told
1: me to go quick so i'm gonna say Portland.
6: okay i see this too see this, see how he acts like a child he gets upset Dame Lillard, I don't know where Dame's going to go. I say he should stay in Portland, too. What did I say? The Knicks? the Knicks? Yeah, the Knicks. He's supposed to go to the Knicks. Knicks fans, look, I'm rooting for you. Y'all have done some good things up there. I want to see the Knicks. I want to be in the garden more. I like the garden. I like the Knicks. On the side of Jalen Bronson? Yeah, whatever. Okay. We've uh, seen him play next to Luka. No, We've seen right. him, next place him right. play next to you're Luka. Right. You're right. I like that backcourt. Mind you, they're undersized. All right, Russell. Where are Russell? Where are your boy oh, Russell? Oh,
1: I like this. The Miami Heat. Guess what? We just talked about Jimmy Butler being able to get into the paint. Russell Westbrook is still one of the most dynamic guys for us getting down here with those shooters that they have. And also, can you imagine Russ and Bam in a pick and roll? That would be great as well. I
6: actually like Russ to the Miami Heat. See, this is the thing. I think Russ found his home with the Clippers. I think he does. I think he should stay in LA with the Clippers because ultimately, I, don't I have think the money. I, but look, you know, he got a lot of money. He can uh, make uh, a lot of uh, money. Okay. Is it about the money for you at year 14, 15? It should be to a certain degree, or is about putting yourself in the best position to win a championship? I think he found a home in the Clippers because they like what he brings and they want what he brings. That is not something that we can always say about the the places that Russ has been. Mm-hmm. So. Now we're going to save the best for last. <laughs> Kyrie Irving.
1: Where does Kyrie go? stays in Dallas. Like all that showing up at the Lakers game and the Sparks game and talking with Bron, he's not going anywhere. Listen, at the end of the day, when you look at Kyrie and Luka, yes, Luka has to get in shape, but that is one of the most dangerous backcourts in the game today. And I believe that you add a couple more pieces around them, they will be a force to be reckoned with.
6: All right, I completely agree. He needs to stay in Dallas. Look, Dallas gave away stuff to get him. That means they want him. Build around him. Build around Luca. So. I'm proud of you. Three out of five. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't know. really care about you. <laughs> now, I'm going to need you guys to get out your card, Q cards. Cue cards? What are they called? I don't know. Just scan them. Yeah, just scan it. Who wins? Game four. Take your phone. Put it up to the television. Take out your camera. Nuggets or heat. I want to know what you guys got. You voted yet? I voted every single time, but it oh, never no. matters. It, ne- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what Nothing I Nothing matters with you. Yeah.
3: Nicola and Jamal Murray are one of the most elite two-man game combos in the NBA, and I think it was on full display tonight.
7: Shot clock at two. Murray. Oh, Jamal Murray from
3: downtown. Elkic backs in. just too big and too strong. By far their greatest performance as a duo in their seven years together. Two 30-point
2: triple-doubles here in game three for the Nuggets.
0: This is what I do. This is what I've been doing for my whole life. This
2: is what I've wanted to do my whole life. Is this the best basketball that we play? I don't know. As long as we win in games, I think.
5: We are under five hours away from a massive game for tonight. And all show long, Zach Lowe, we've been asking the questions. How can Jimmy Butler get going? How can the heat slow down Nikola Jokic? What do the Nuggets need to do in order to take a commanding lead here? I've had enough of those questions. I'm ready for your questions. Let's play a little Zach Asks, because we are three games into the series. So in honor of that, what are your three biggest questions heading into tonight's game four? Let's start with number one.
7: But I like that little logo because my wife will tell you I ask a lot of dumb questions. Number one, has has Denver <laughs> solved Miami's zone defense? And you never really solve it because Eric Sposho can tweak it. He can put guys in different places. He can change the shape of it. It's an amoeba. But we saw in game three, they put Jokic kind of in that dead zone between the baseline and the foul line. And he just feasted, picking out cutter after cutter after cutter. Christian Brown, Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon. They have great cutters all over the place. We'll see how much Miami goes back to it tonight. How confident Denver feels, but that's a big variable.
5: Okay, so did the Nuggets solve that riddle as question number one? What is question number two?
7: Can Denver get out and run? It was a big point of emphasis between games two and three, and in game three, you saw every Miami miss at the rim, every time someone fell over on a layup, every time they could, even after makes, Denver was off and running, especially when Jokic could get the defensive rebound and grab and go. That's how they beat the Lakers. The Heat are an elite transition defense team, maybe the best in the entire NBA. But if Denver can scrounge a few extra baskets that way, that's a big deal if they can just get a few extra turnovers. Miami's not turning the ball over at all in this series. That could swing the game.
5: Yeah, Miami wants to be the one to set the pace tonight. Let's see if Denver can upset that. All right, that's two questions. By my count, we got one more. What's the last one?
7: Miami is at its best on offense when they kind of mix in the Jimmy Butler pick and roll, bully ball, mismatch hunting, all the Jimmy Butler stuff with the shooters running around, bam, with handoffs and cuts and curls. And I kind of felt like the Heat in the second half of game three lost that second part of their offense. They're really good when they can bring Struess and Robinson off of BAM screens. They get two on the ball. Everybody starts cutting and moving. And I felt like they kind of lost just that thread of their offense and leaned the other way. And Denver can withstand when the Heat have one part of their offense going. When they've got both going at the same time, they're much tougher to beat.
5: Yeah, it felt like they couldn't just quite get going in that game three. We're going to have to wait, Zach, to see if those questions are going to be answered tonight. They're rhetorical, but what we won't have to wait for, that is Kendrick Perkins trying to help us make a little bit of money, money, money. So Rich, take it away. Uh, Okay, I'm going to be really
6: honest. If we're depending on Perk to make us money, we all going to have some problems around here. Because my guy, I don't know if you guys have been checking out his prop bets, he is four Mm -hmm. and eight. Yeah, that's fine. That's four and eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hurt. we got a couple more prop bets for the people. My thing for you guys is you should probably bet against everything he says. Mm-hmm. That's how you make money. Well, All tra- right, let's throw out these predictions. Well, the people that matter at DraftKings, they Listen, you are so bad okay. that we're trying to help you okay, out. Okay, well, let's go. So this was yesterday. Jokic, 13 rebounds. Adebayo, 4 assists. Jimmy Butler, more than 27 points, if I'm correct. All right? Right, okay. Okay, so, so we're going to do three-pointers. Let's pop up the three-pointers. All right. More or less three-point field goals in Game 4. Three, three, two, two, two. You know what? I'm going with
1: Jimmy Butler tonight. He's going to have more than two three-point shot attempts
6: made tonight. I'm going with Jimmy Buckets. That four. is crazy because you're picking the worst percentage guy out of yeah, I'm all expect- of them. Yeah, that's because I'm, e- all of I'm expecting big Ladies things Ladies and gentlemen, out of him. this is why I tell you to bet against him. All right, all right. What's the next one? Because we helping you out. We letting you pick. Yeah, that's fine. All right, we're going to do a little bit of math. More or less points, rebounds, and assists in game four. 54-40, 40-35. I'm staying with
1: this man right here, Jimmy Butler. He's going over the 40. He's going to have... Uh, at least thirty points tonight. Seven assists, seven rebounds. That's over forty. That's over forty. Right? I'm But proud. Thank you. No, no problem. Listen. Hey,
6: listen. Need, no, no. You don't, don't you, touch. Listen. Cash don't University touch. rarely gets that right.
4: <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> Cash
6: University rarely <laughs> yeah, yeah, gets yeah, that yeah, right. yeah. All right. All right. One big number perk. Big number for big perk. Two eleven. More or less total points. Oh, it was two sixteen last game. I'm
1: actually going with the over tonight. I I feel like the Miami Heat is going to be aggressive. They're going to knock down threes. I feel like Denver is going to get their offense going as well, but it won't be enough
6: to beat the Heat. I'm going with the over on 211. Stop hitting the TV. Stop hitting the TV, bro. We can't can't fix that. Look, DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And during the finals, new customers can get $5 to win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Use promo code NBA today when you sign up. Still to come on NBA Today, the finals are all about adjustments. But which coach makes them tonight? NBA Today will be right back in 60 seconds. Well, I got a chance to go way above. Bobby. You don't have a chance. The to people do don't have the
1: lovely DraftKings, Luke. NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
3: Team one at Milwaukee. They go in there and win Game one at New York, they go in there and win. Game one in Boston, they go in there and win. Not tonight, not in our house. Remember why we got here, stay true to ourselves. All our right, identity doesn't change. Jeff, how many years you been in the league? 16. This is your second time in the NBA Finals? Yeah. you heavy many years in the league? You have been in the finals before? First time. Here's seven years in the league. First time in the finals? Enjoy this moment, enjoy this opportunity, and embrace it. That's who we are. That's why we're here. We're out there and take it. Hello,
2: man. We came down here to get one
3: win. We came here to
2: get two.
5: Michael Malone gave that speech ahead of game three here in Miami. And I caught up with him ahead of game four. Here with Nuggets head coach Michael Malone, and Michael, before Game 3, you gave a speech to your team, and you said that we've been great in six out of eight quarters, and then you went around and you called out guys that are longer tenured in the league and said how long have you been here and is this your first finals? How many times have you played? Where did that speech come from and why was that the note you wanted to leave in their heads going into that game?
3: Well, For me, I just wanted our players, especially our younger players, to realize that being here is not a given. Now, I think as young players, we're in the finals, well, we're automatically going to be here again and again and again, and it's not. My, my message, Malik, was seize the moment, own the moment. We're here now, and we have to play with much greater desperation and urgency than we did in game two. I felt in game two we played like it was an automatic that we'd be in the finals for the next three years, and we could just show up. And that's not the case. we got guys like DeAndre Jordan, 15 years in the league, never been to the finals-ish, 13 years, never been to the finals. Everybody's got to understand the moment we have the opportunity we have and to go out there and seize that opportunity
5: in this series And I know it's a small sample size the trend has been the team that has been punched comes back and punches back How can you keep the momentum heading into game four
3: be the aggressor? You know, I mean we already know that they're talking about being a lot more aggressive But we, you can't ease into any game in the NBA Finals. We have to set the tone early We have to come out hit them first It is a game of runs But I think for us the most important thing Malik is taking away the three-point shot. Game two, they made 17 threes. They win that game. Uh, We know it's going to be a challenge, but when we get on that plane in Denver, we weren't coming down here for just one win. We were coming down here to try to get two. So DJ is calling us over here, so we got to get off the court.
5: Michael, thank you so much. DeAndre, Bruce, you get your coach back now. (laughs) Thank you. Man, they're giving me a hard time. I was told that I could take as much time as we needed with the interview. But something, Zach, that we've talked a lot about throughout this series is the adjustments that Eric Spolstra has had to make, the adjustments that Michael Malone is going to have to make. What is the single biggest coaching decision, Zach, that is on the table here tonight?
7: I don't know. I'm not going to focus on the single biggest coaching decision. But Michael Malone, he has a feel for his team. He goes at them. He goes Mm. at them hard. He knows they can take it. He knows they'll accept his coaching. And they know he has their back. And the guy I'm looking at tonight is Michael Porter Jr. Because they went at him hard after game two. He had a bad game. He's still in a slump. But if you watch game three, the first play of the game was drawn up to get Michael Porter a shot. He missed. And he kept missing, and it could have spiraled. But in that third quarter, I thought he made some great winning effort plays. Good defensive challenges on Jimmy Butler, a monster offensive rebound around Max Struess that led to a Jokic bucket. That kind of stuff shows me, yeah, his minutes are down. Yeah, he's been called out a little bit in the media by his team and his coach, whatever. His head is still engaged in the game. And as long as that's the case, I think he's going to have a game in here somewhere where the shots start to fall for him. If he's still engaged, the jumper will come, and Michael Malone has handled that situation really well so far. He's got a great feel for his team.
5: And even when he was asked about it, Michael Malone said, you know what? He is still our guy. We are still rolling with him. He is still starting, and we believe that he's going to break out of this eventually, and they're going to need him to, as you mentioned, especially if they want to get this game tonight. And we've been asking all show long, who do you all at home think is going to be walking away with the win here in Game 4? We asked, and you all answered. Mm. The winner, by a slim 4% Ooh. margin, I don't think, Richard, that we've ever had a margin that has been this tight, is the Miami Heat. so rich do you agree with the people
6: Yeah I think Miami wins this one if I if I was playing you know Nostradamus I would pick Miami to win this one. Denver to win game five at home and then well, come back in Miami ask, closing in well, six. That, she just asked me a damn question. She asked you about game four. She
5: I'm just telling you, you the, series. the series. It doesn't
6: matter. She didn't ask you about Okay, the rest well we of the run series. out of time. I'm, I'm not trying to listen. I, to but Zach, I agree with you.
5: Perk, I, who you got? I got
1: I got Perk, who you got. Is that a real question? I got the heat. I got the heat <laughs> at the crib. They will they will respond. <laughs> Eric Sposher will have his team ready. The environment will be hostile. Dammit, Jimmy Buck has come alive tonight. I
6: agree.
5: Well, this is the towel that they're, they're handing out to the I, fans tonight. It, say? it says the, the three teams they have already taken care of. Milwaukee, New York, Boston, just Denver left. Who do you got tonight, Zach?
7: I guess I'll be over here on Nuggets Island. I picked the Nuggets to win the series, so I'm going to default to them winning this game tonight. I think they can smell it. I think they know Miami's going to come out and punch them, and they're ready. And I think Denver wins tonight, and we get the best, most intense the, game of the series so far. What
1: the hell far. are they smelling, Zach? There's nothing to smell. Ooh. They're smelling your hot What do you breath. think they're smelling? They're smelling hot two wins away from the championship. That's what
5: I want to know. That's